The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 97. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week for some scintillating non-traditional pre-med guidance and information. This week is no slouch itself. We have a great question from a student who is looking to go back and be a non-traditional pre-med student and needs some help with that. So we have a student here that says, hi all, I am so grateful to have come across this site and community. I've been digging into all of the resources and podcasts, finding valuable information and encouragement for my medical ambition. This is my debut on the forums, and I am thankful for this community's willingness to welcome people like me. I'm a 30-year-old male who, after years of working in journalism and media, has decided to pursue a lifelong passion for medicine, a field that merges my calling to care for others and my interest in science. I come from a family of medical professionals, so to an extent, I feel that it is in my blood, but I always viewed myself as not smart enough to make it in medicine. But now at age 30, with a better sense of self and courage, despite the potential for failure, I feel I have to go after my dream. Very common non-trad story. I've been researching and conferring with advisors, professionals, etc. on the viability of this big pivot. They tell me that it is doable, as has been affirmed by all the hardworking people in this community. I'm trying to map out a path to do it and would love input from others on how best to work toward my goal. I have a long way to go. So he says, I've just started taking prereq courses at community colleges as my earlier BS did not involve chemistry and biology as is commonly required by medical schools. Thus, even the MCAT is a ways off. I'm currently working full-time at a healthcare organization, but in administrative respects, it's been a great opportunity to learn more about the industry of medicine. However, it does It does take up a lot of my time, restricting when I can schedule classes and how much attention I can give to the curriculum. I would be learning a lot more if I had more time to allocate to my studies. I've wondered if this is the best approach, trying to juggle work and school at the same time, or if I'm truly serious about medicine, I am, do I stop working full-time and focus on school? If I did this, I suspect I would be more prepared in a shorter amount of time to apply to medical schools. The trade-off is the loss of income and the pressure that comes with living in an area with a high cost of living. If there are any other circumstances that I should share, please let me know. I would be immensely grateful for any shared experiences, advice, or highlights. All right, so great question. I actually have some recent experience with a non-traditional student who I've been working with who recently was accepted to medical school, but had very similar kind of stories as to this student, as to you, the poster. The student that I worked with was working full-time, went to community colleges uh, at night and when he could fit it in and volunteered and did all the other stuff. His work was outside. Well, it, it, 
it was kind of healthcare related, but it wasn't clinically related. He was a, a computer engineer, computer science engineer, um, writing code and programming for electronic medical records. So kind of healthcare related, but wasn't directly healthcare related. He didn't quit work to go try to find a scribe job or something else. Very similar here, working full-time in a healthcare organization, but in administrative respects. So this student, as he's going out on his on the interview trail, he got several interviews. And during his interviews, he said that all but one interviewer grilled him on why he was taking classes at community college. Some schools didn't invite him for an interview, and we have a hunch that it was because he didn't quit his job and didn't focus full-time on being a student going to a four-year university and didn't show his determination to be a physician by entering a clinical career, uh, even though a temporary career, once he decided he wanted to be a physician. So there are people, there are admissions committees out there, there are admissions committee members that are going to question why community college? Why didn't you quit your job? Now, this student that I'm talking about did get an acceptance. He got multiple interviews, but he was grilled. Why at those interviews? He obviously did well enough in his interviews since I helped him prepare for those interviews. Um, he did well enough that he has at least one acceptance. I think he two acceptances maybe at this point. I forget. Um, but I think that's the biggest thing to think about. If, if, and he said it, if he had to do it all over again, he would go to a four-year university. He wouldn't go to community college knowing that the schools are looking at it that closely. I think there in the future will be a shift away from this stigma with community colleges because I think it hurts the diversity of the applicants coming into medicine, but that's a different story for a different podcast. So for for this student, this poster, 30-year-old male, if I were in your situation, I would figure out what you need to do to take classes as full-time as possible at a four-year university and obviously keep a roof over your head and food on the table and bills paid. Does that mean selling your car? Uh, moving in with parents, moving in with a roommate, whatever that means, whatever that looks like, that's what I would recommend. Yes, it it happens faster. Um, you'll get to the MCAT faster, you get to applying faster, but it also shows the schools that you're dedicated to do this. This is your priority now, not just kind of fitting it in here and there as you go. It shows a different level of dedication to this path. So that's my insight for you. Hopefully it was helpful. If you have any questions, post again in old pre-meds. Shoot me an email, ryan at medicalschoolhq.net. If you have a question, post it on the forums over at oldpremeds.org and hopefully we'll get to it here on the podcast. If not, we have a great community of students over there and physicians who are answering questions. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast.